this is a very strange experience for me. <laughs> it feels so weird. I kind of like it, though. Are you comfy? Yeah. <laughs> I think this might need to be the new podcast setup. Just lay in bed. I'm not going to say no because I'm comfy, too, but it still feels kind of strange. Not, I'm not going to disagree. It does feel strange. However, I'm warm. Beanie is happy. And this is the good side of my face. Yeah, you guys who watch these videos on YouTube, you'll get to see the right side of my head today instead of the left since we've swapped sides. And as a bonus, you're going to get to see Beanie's butt. Heck well, yeah. Cal's tushy. From Cowie. <laughs> Cal's tush. I'm excited. This is kind of, this is comfy. I like this. It doesn't feel quite as like fancy. It's not as fancy pantsy. It's not as fancy pantsy, but it also is just like very fitting to the theme that we have today. This is a good theme today, and I've been waiting to do this, but I, I have been having other ones I've been wanting to do more, but today we're in bed because we're talking about dreams. And if you know me, dreams are really one of my favorite topics, so I'm surprised it took me this long to talk about, but I, I love talking about dreams, I love hyperanalyzing them. I've done a couple speeches and papers on them throughout high school, and I don't know. I just really enjoy them. And whenever I have really weird dreams, I always tell you about them. You dream very frequently and very vividly with Every night, yeah. so many different topics yeah. and everything like that. Yeah, and for this episode, one of these stories is going to be mine. So you guys can guess which one's my story. But I'm not going to tell you. And I'm not. Connor knows. Connor knows which one is. But I'm not going to tell you guys. So good luck. Mm -hmm. This is going to be really fun. It's going to be cozy. And it's going to be good. I hope you guys enjoy. Yeah. Are you ready to begin? I am ready. How do we start this one off? With the, the first dream. These are, they're relatively short because they're dreams. You know, so not typically longer. So. I woke up in the dark, laying on rotting wood. I look around, and I can see dark wooden boards that were fallen all around me. It looks like I'm in a broken-down house of some sort. I start to get up to look for a way out of it. Above me, I see a small light. I climb up to it, and as I climb through the small hole at the top, my eyes slowly adjust to the light. I realize the crumbled house I was in had a tree growing from within. I sit in the tree as I climbed out of the hole, and I peer between the branches to see where I am. I hear waves crashing in the distance. I look closer, and boats are firing at each other. My eyes clear now, and I realize I'm looking at a war. There's men everywhere on the beach fighting and dying. I see them running around, screaming. Waves crashing to the shore, people jumping ship everything. I see one of the soldiers getting closer to me as he limps away from battle. He was staring at the ground in exhaustion. He looks up and our eyes meet. I realize he knows I do not belong here. I am not from here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> So th there's some edits with this one, and essentially, I'm not going to go through and read it word for word, 
But essentially, they describe that it looks like they're looking at a war scene, okay? And it was dated back in time is how it felt to them. It wasn't, like, present day. This was, like, way back when, like, 1400s, 1500s, in that realm of stuff to give you some backstory. So in my head, I'm picturing this in, like, black and white, and I would love to know, like, the significance of the home, if the home felt like it's more of a modern home or if it's, like, mm-hmm. old, kind of run down, like, definitely old, time-appropriate home. I picture, like, a cottage, if you will. Like, like a, a wooden cottage. Like, you know those, maybe this is just a Midwest thing, but you know those homes where, like, you see them in a field and they're, like, broken down and there's, like beans all around them and like wheat you know like that sort of deal that's what i picture and my head kind of pictures that as well um but you know if we're talking like 17 or 1800 time frame those might be even or might not even be time appropriate so I, like not. i don't know but i was gonna say i don't curious. i don't know the history of homes and <laughs> periods mm-hmm. very well but like to me this dream I'm thinking like, okay, like I'm the person who thinks that dreams are significant in every way. And sometimes they don't mean a whole lot. Sometimes it's just an expression of a feeling. Sometimes it's a memory. Sometimes it's a future event. And sometimes it skips around in time. Okay. So I think this was a, a skip around in time. Like they transported back in time and they were somewhere they shouldn't. And part of me wonders if like, you know, those conspiracies were like, oh, I see this picture. It's in black and white in the 1920s. And there's a person on a phone. And why would they be on a phone? Like, that's what I picture in this. And to me, it's like, oh, my God, could that be a possibility? And I feel like that's a far out stretch. But at the same time, like, but what if? There's potential in that. I'm also curious, like, if the dream had continued, would she have gotten drawn into the battle or they, I suppose, I don't know who the, would they have gotten drawn into the battle and gotten attacked by all of the soldiers or would they have just watched this battle unfold? Like they would have been a prisoner. I think so. When you see a girl standing in a tree, you're probably not going to say, hello, how are you today? Like, they're probably going to be like, what do you know? Blah, blah, blah. You think about it, like men, men have never been friendly in that sense, especially during <laughs> wartime. Yeah, no, they're not gonna be like, "Oh, hi, friend." Like, they're, they're gonna do some interrogations. Why do you wear strange-looking clothes? Yeah, I wonder if what the clothes. If they were in like, you know, average-looking clothes, but if you're like in leggings and a flannel, they're probably gonna be like, "What the hell." <laughs> I'm like, dude, you never guess what I saw in this tree. What is this material? It is not buckskin. What if ghosts are actually, like, people in dreams just, like, wandering? That is a very interesting thought process. I just thought about that now. Maybe not all of them, but, like, what if sometimes they just, like, go someplace they shouldn't? I wonder how you would explain then super malevolent and malicious ghosts if those are like, you know, well, not people. Well, all of them. 
Well, yes, but I'm just saying, like, if those are, like, I'm trying to speculate. If those are the people in the world that are, you know, heavily asocial or antisocial and are actively, you know, malevolent and malicious towards people in the real world, and then when they get into their dreams, they have this additional power that they can reach out and touch people's lives beyond, like, their everyday scope. Thinking in general, like, in your dreams, I feel like you're a little different. Like, in your dreams, you're like, oh, I killed somebody or I stabbed somebody. Or, or maybe that's just me. I don't know. That doesn't happen very often. But, <laughs> like, you know, you do things and maybe that's just a little bit different with some people. Maybe some people just have really violent dreams. Like, I've had really violent dreams and not necessarily, like, I'm the one being violent, but, I mean, there is a lot of violence. I've been stabbed in my dreams before. I had a dream the other day where someone took, like, a giant fish hook, like, the size of my head, and, like, jabbed it through my thigh. Ow. Yeah, I was just thinking, I'm like, oh, I'll probably wake up for this, and I didn't, and I was very mad about it. So rude. Yeah, I feel pain in my dreams, so that was really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you're just a big old piece of bait. Throw me in the water. Are you ready for story number two? I am. I was in a room by myself. Nothing but a bed that I was laying in. To my left was a doorway. Nothing in it. The walls looked like they were old. Like no one has given them any attention in many years. The room was black. No light coming in. Yet, somehow, it got darker. I slowly felt all of my bones in my body start to crack. My arms and legs moved in ways they had to be broken. I felt my voice screaming for John like my life depended on it. Yet, it didn't feel like my voice. When I did wake up from the nightmare, it didn't stop. The images flashing through my mind were not mine, and something wanted in my head. I saw shifting shadows and odd lights, the images still flashing to the darkness. As I tried to leave to go downstairs, it felt like all the energy in their room was trying to keep me there. I got emotional, and it felt as if I was having an anxiety attack. My body was still shaking when I went downstairs with John to use the bathroom. I decided I could not sleep there again for the night. I went back up to grab a pillow and blanket. Again, I felt the darkness start to swarm me. Emotions back. It almost felt like it was walking behind me, trying to engulf me into it. It felt as if at any moment I'd hear my own name whispered in my ear. That's almost possessive and clingy and gross. Like you leave the space, you're very consciously awake and you're still feeling that energy grabbing onto you and trying to drag you back into the dream. Yeah, that's that's terrifying. And I've had dreams where like it feels like you're getting sucked back in and it's such a terrifying feeling. Like it's actually horrible. Just to like feel like you're not in control and like it's it's scary. It's really scary. I don't know. 
and the emotions that come with it and the fact that like the nightmare didn't end after they woke up like i don't know that that's scary that's sketchy mm-hmm. that's stage of the house type shit mm-hmm. that i think that might be priority number one when you wake up but mm-hmm. as long as we're on the topic of uh violent and aggressive dreams like feeling your body breaking and every bone in your body snapping and cracking and like all oh mm-mm, that's crazy torturous terrifying terrifying in a room by yourself in the dark and i i never understood when people were like oh i was in a dark room but it got even darker i never understood that until i experienced that it's like hearing it it's just like oh my god it's it's a terrible terrible feeling it's so horrible Hmm. it's so horrible it'd be like in a pitch black room and somehow it still gets darker it's just so malevolent and creepy it's it's absolutely terrible. I'm so happy that I haven't had these kind of experiences. You're very lucky. I have nightmares pretty frequently, although lately I haven't been. And I'm not gonna question it. Mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna take it and run with it and we're gonna be good. I tend to have very out there and kind of unique dreams. Yeah. Like I I'm gonna share a little bit here for the listeners. Um the latest dream that I remember uh involved running from Muppets. so they're a little bit out there they're not typically paranormal they're just strange your dreams are like they're just dumb like they're very like bubbly like weird stuff like oh i was fighting in a war then i forgot to eat breakfast so i had a couple pancakes and then i stubbed my toe on the way out the door and then I, I got halfway back to the battle and I realized I forgot to get my Pokemon. Like, that's yours. Oh my gosh, I totally had that dream last night. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's no. how weird yours are. Remember you tell me about a dream? That's like how it is. And then there's mine. It's like an entire storyline with like foreshadowing, a plot, all the characters. There's like a climax to it. It's all intense. Yours just aren't that way. Mine are just kind of meandering and goofy. Yeah. You don't... Yeah. I want you to have those. You want me to have one of these sticky gross... Well, to, like not necessarily the sticky gross. I just want you to have a really intense dream so then you can relate. Because I relate to these. I mean, I have had intense dreams before. But, but not like this. Not this kind, no. no, no I, I'm going to say this. I don't think I ever really will. Because I just don't dream the same way. Like, I'm typically, like, I'm a heavy sleeper, but I don't tend to get a whole lot of, like, I don't know, that kind of sensation when I'm sleeping. I suppose. I don't know. I'm almost too afraid to fall asleep really deep because I wonder if, like, I don't know, sometimes I feel like I'm going to get stuck there. And I can actually usually feel my nightmares before I have them. Because you, no, yeah. <laughs> Out. hear me out um no like sometimes at night i it just I, it's a weird feeling it almost feels like an energy shifts i don't know it, it's so hard to explain i don't feel like i'll ever be able to explain it well unless you like you know but it's almost like a shift in energy Sometimes I'm just laying there on TikTok, doing my thing, scrolling, wait until I get tired. Sometimes I'm watching TV or a movie. 
But sometimes I just, I lay there and it's like, I can't shake something. Like something's like almost like pulling at like a hair on the back of your head. And it's like just irritating. And I'm like, oh, I can just I can feel that there's a nightmare coming tonight. And that's been accurate many, many times. So it's just, I don't know, it's weird. I wonder if I just, I'm so sensitive to energies that like when there is an energy present, that it just kind of rubs off in my dreams. Because I was that way as a kid too. I remember like crying. My parents were like, it's just a nightmare. I'm like, no, I was awake. I was awake. And the best way to describe that one was actually, um, oh my God, I'm blanking on the word. Um, what's the word where, um, when you're typically you get it when you're older and you're standing there and the water in like your ear shifts around and you get really dizzy and, um, like motion sickness. It's a, well, yeah, but there's a fancy term to it. I can't remember off the top of my head. Why can't I remember the word? My dad's talked about it. That doesn't help me. Huh. I'm gonna look it up quick. Um, 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 um. It's um. Google time with how Shay. Do, how do you even explain that? Motion sickness in old people. This is motion sickness. Maybe this needs to be a new segment. We just try and learn something together on the, the podcast. V. It's on the tip of my tongue. And old God, I can't remember the damn term. Hmm. This is gonna bug me. Maybe one of the viewers will know and will comment it. I'll I'll read another story and then I'll see if I remember it. Sounds good to me. We'll go on to story number three and I'll probably remember in the middle of it and then forget it again. Okay. Story number three. I was standing in an open field. The skies were clear and there was a slight breeze that made the wheat sway just a little. In front of me, there was a house that used to be. The only thing left was a broken slab of cement, bits of rotting wood from an old garage, and two rusty trucks that will never move. I began to cry and look at the house and think, there was so much healing done here. Way off in the distance, I hear someone call to me, but no one's there. My gut tells me it's time to go. I make my way to the gravel road, and the way yeah. I just need to read that sentence because it didn't make sense. I make my way to the gravel road, and the dream starts to feel like it starts moving in slow motion, like a movie playback. You know when a wife dies in a movie and it cuts to flashback of her smiling and twirling? That. I go through the ditch and I feel something close. As I stand on the edge of the gravel road, to my right, nothing. To my left, a gray pickup drives past. He stares at me, doesn't smile, just drives. I don't know him. I cross the road. And I get to the side on. <laughs> I cross the road, and I get to a spot on the other side of the field. This is where my life is. 
and I can't help but think, death is close. It stared at me, but I am not sure it was for me. But I see peace, the house that once stood, a daycare I used to be at when I was very young. Why is it pulling at me? They were foster parents. They helped many kids. Why is it pulling me there? That's so interesting. Like, you're getting... The way that it's kind of playing out, it makes me think of, like... Like OP said, where it's like, okay, flashbacks going through your life. And, like... <laughs> movie where it's like oh my wife dies and she's like twirling in a sundress in the field and it's like a, like a yellow light almost and it's like smiling, and her hair is like like i don't know i can picture the scene in my yeah, head yeah like the, the, uh, yeah that's i guess the feeling well even so it feels like it's a continuation of that and op like yeah. woke up en route to dying and like didn't quite finish that sequence because like oh that's almost what it feels like it feels like the grim reaper was coming for you Mm -hmm. like, this is really fucking creepy like my mom oh there's my mom oh my favorite memory of her and then like oh this like what was it an adopted like foster home or something? foster parents it was a foster home yeah so like the foster home so like maybe it was like oh my mother that I never had and then like I'm starting at my earliest memory in my foster home where I had XYZ different experience and then I grew up and like they were going through the flashes of their life and never actually got to get to that point because like their heart started pumping again. That's a really good analysis. Yeah, you enjoy that theory? That's, a, that's an interesting theory. I, I kind of like that. The thing I like about these dreams is I feel like they're so open to interpretation because like, I don't know, like who's going to say like I'm wrong? Like, I don't know. Like, how how would you know if I'm wrong? I'd be very curious to actually do like a true dream analysis and get to know like and speak with somebody who has like a pretty deep understanding of like commonalities between dreams, what's all going on and how that might impact and like have meaning going forward. Because like I can speculate all I want, mm -hmm. but I don't have a lot or a very wide base to be able to look and try and compare and contrast and understand what's going on. in these. I can speculate. I like where my brain went on that one, but. No, I just, I get so absorbed in these stories. I'm like, I just, I want to talk and know more when I hear stories like that. I'm like, what, what, what's the significance to you? Like, I want to know all the significance. Do you recognize the man in the truck? Like, how do you know that it was their house? Was it a feeling? Did you recognize it? What about the gravel road and the field? Like, do you know that area? And like, what was the general feeling of the dream? Did you feel okay like you were safe or was it just like Ooh, we're gonna creep away from this now or like i i want to know more about the feeling of the dream mm -hmm. yeah the context and everything is definitely important in a lot of this stuff i feel like unless you're the one having the dream or you are speaking directly to the person who had the dream it's really hard to get to know a lot of those details yeah but I always want to know what happens next in every dream that I have. I'm like, oh, I wonder what would happen if I would like hadn't woken up at this point. Like, what would have gone on next? Where would my brain have gone? And like, I want to know this with OP here. 
Like, where do they go from there? Do they go into the house and then relive an experience? Do they just see the house and accept it? Does the house, like, start on fire? Like, starts burning. They're watching from the other side. They're like, ah, shit. Good thing I moved. Well, like, <laughs> I was more so thinking, like, okay, you have the experience and then you're dying and then your memory is disappearing. Yeah. Like, do you ever finish a dream and then, like, not finish, but, like, you wake up from a dream and, like, I have to finish it. So you try to go back to bed to finish your dream. Yeah, except those are usually good dreams. I don't really go back to bed to try and finish bad dreams. You. I mean, I, I sometimes I'm in like a mission dream, like oh, I gotta go finish my mission. So I like try to fall back asleep. I think that you would fall asleep to find out what happens in a lot of your dreams. I would because I'm curious. I'm like, damn, why did I wake up? Like that was interesting. Or sometimes when I'm like, oh yeah, I'm dreaming. And I was like flying. I'm like, oh, I want to go back. I want to finish it. That was so much fun. Yeah. Like, can I go back? Like when you realize you're dreaming and then you start to wake up, I'm like, you got to like fight to stay. I don't ever really fight to stay because oh, sometimes I what, once I realize I'm waking up, my brain starts working. It's like, okay, what do I need to do today? Do I have to like wake up? <laughs> I you do. You going to work? My brain goes into work mode the second I realize I'm awake. And so I can never get back to sleep, which is why if I wake up within an hour of my alarm, 90% of the time, I'm just toast. I'm just awake because my brain recognizes, oh, yeah, I'm like right there. I can't sleep for that much longer. And then I just start going through the whole process of my day. You're weird. I am in many ways. So weird. I'm ready for story number four. I can't. I can't listen to you and your weird dreams. <laughs> this dream was interesting. It was different. It was a warning. I got flashing warnings from someone I used to work with, but that's not the point. She kept saying, "There is a guy named Justin. I'm supposed to meet in January." Outright, he's fine. Nothing wrong. But there's something that isn't good about him, and I don't know why. My gut tells me a stalker, but I'm not sure I'm right. I was running across mats at a lake. The skies are dark, and I realize Molly is behind me, and she can't keep going. She falls in, and I go back to catch her. I feel leeches attach. Flash forward, and Justin and Luke are peeling leeches off of my legs, and I'm crying. In my head, I hear her telling me that in January, there is this guy named Justin that will stand out. She tells me to stay away, but won't give me a reason why. I want to know who these two people are to OP. You know, because, like, we just kind of get names, but we don't necessarily get any sort of background on who they are. That's the hard part. Which kind of sucks. Because, like, it would be nice to get a little bit more background, but I feel like when people get so into dreams, they're just like, type it out. And then, like, they're done with it. Well, when I wake up from a dream that I feel like I need to write down to be able to share or remember or do things, because otherwise I wake up and two hours later I have no recollection other than, hey, I had a dream. So if I do wake up, I have to just start jotting down as many details as I can and trying to replay it in my head. 
Yeah. So I wonder if they might have lost some of that detail or just in the hurry to try and get as much of the dream down as they could, just forgot to include detail and like copy pasted it over from some document. That's the hard part. It's like you never know the situation. Sometimes when people think of their own dreams, I feel like they're like, oh, this makes complete sense. Like, how do you not know this? But then other people read it like, what the fuck is happening? Because like, I don't know, it's your own dream. You know what's happening. But to other people, it's probably a little more confusing. Mm -hmm. I think the worst part of that dream for me would have been the leeches. I hate leeches. I'd rather have a leech than a tick, though. Aren't leeches, like, previously used in a lot of medicines and things? Like, the bloodletting kind of deal is what a lot of people used to think of in, like, early, like, medieval times. Maybe? I I'm not educated in that realm, I guess. I, I thought they would, like... I don't know. They would either use leeches to try and extract like diseases or a virus or what like some like, an infection or whatever, you know, and so they like put leeches on somebody or they would like I think bloodletting is the term for like actually just like hey, let's just expel some of your like bad blood and then try and just replenish with good stuff. So they literally like would just Oh yeah, you're feeling gross here. Let's just bleed you a little bit. Um we just stab them and get the same shit done. They do. Like, do a little cut. <gasps> Let's bleed. Gross. I hate that. Aren't you glad we live in the 21st? Yes and no, because I know I wasn't meant to be born at a time without air conditioning. <laughs> no, I. Some people were like, oh my gosh, I like I was meant to be born in like this century or this century, and I just know. I know I could not have lasted in a world without air conditioning. I, it would not have happened. I think today you went from being hot and cold like six 15. times. Yeah, I did. You don't temperature regulate. With I water. don't. And like if you lived in the like northern part of the United States like we do, you're not living without heat. Like you need heat. And I just, I, no, I don't want to survive in a world without AC, without heat. Like, TikTok and Netflix, I don't want to live in a world without it. I did live in a world without Netflix for a while, so don't come at me. I'm not that young. <laughs> I remember when Netflix came in CDs to, like, your mailbox. Mm-hmm. It still can. Can it still? I occasionally, when I was working at my last job, would see CDs and mailboxes. So. Weird. Maybe it was other, like, companies and stuff. too. That was the good old days. Yeah, if it's not precisely 68 degrees on the nose, <laughs> you're having problems. And even then, you might still get, like, a chill or, like, That's just it, because I feel like my body was like, oh, we're really cold, we're going to be really cold for a little bit, and then we're going to, like, overheat almost. It's like when someone is in a house, right? Like, oh my god, it's way too hot in here. So they turn it down to like 62, and then it gets to 62, and they're like, oh my god, it's way too cold. And then it goes back up to like 78. I feel like that's what my body does. Like, it overcompensates for everything, so it gets like really cold, really hot. I believe it. Yeah, I don't know why that is. We'll never know. Magic. It is. The magic of yeah. the human body. I don't know if it's magic. Sometimes it's a pain in the ass. I wish we could regrow limbs. I want to be a fucking lizard. <laughs> I do. 
Hey, don't go all Dr. Connor on me. Oh, Dr. Connor from Spider-Man. I was like, you're not a doctor. Well, what are you, Ross Geller? <laughs> <laughs> he's a doctor, he's just not a medical lately. doctor. Well, everyone in the show says he's not a doctor. I mean, he, he has his doctorate, but he's not a doctor. You should tell that to Alex then. Or even um, Morgan on two hot takes, like she technically is a doctor. She's got her doctorate. Did you know that? I mean, if I go through all that like schooling and I spend that much money and defend like my thesis and everything like that, and yeah, I'm gonna be a doctor. I don't care what it's in. I'm gonna be. It's, it won't be an MD, but I'll be a doctor. Yeah, but I'm not gonna make everyone call me doctor this, doctor that. Like that's weird. Like I know you earn it, but personally, I couldn't do it. Hello, wife. Hello, doctor. Last name. I bet there's some people that have like a kink for that. Oh, oh doctors. Oh God, don't do that. Why did you try and emulate it? Oh my God, it's already bad enough that we're doing this in our bed. We don't need Shit, that. Yeah. I didn't think about that part. <laughs> I tried to rock my hips with it too. I was like, you did not. I did. It wasn't very noticeable. I was hoping you wouldn't catch it. Why did you say it then? I don't, I don't Cause know. Because now, uh, before, only the people who watched on video would be able to notice, and now you just said that to everybody. Well, you know what? They deserve the no. I'm so glad the you people guys People deserve to know. <laughs> you can judge me all day long. That is not the weirdest thing I've done in my life. I, oh, oh trust me, I know. Yeah, but. I know. It's unfortunate, but also maybe a good thing. Well, thank you to everybody for joining us here in our fancy pantsy uh, different studio yeah. episode. And the next episode you guys will probably see will be in our new house. So they're going to get another new location. That'll be fun. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And uh, I'm looking forward to the new house, the new setup. Mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to... The next episode i'm really hoping that you guys send us in some dreams as well yeah send us in dreams i like reading them but maybe give us a little bit more detail than what we had from these just just a little bit oh. all the details give me all the details i need like i need like an index of like who this person is and who this person is mm -hmm. give us a glossary yeah i was really hoping that like i'd remember that word by the end of this but i don't maybe i'll have to put it in the description if you can think of it again before this gets uploaded even you got a couple days i don't have a lot of faith in myself i'm gonna be honest <laughs> that's okay someone will say it and be like oh duh. Be like i'm an idiot but that's fine it's fine all right <laughs> bye everyone bye